0: You're listening to a mini edition of The Lively Show, episode 47. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this blogcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra intention to your everyday. Welcome to the mini edition, guys. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. I'm so excited to launch my first intention question, Q&A. I loved listening to these questions, you guys, from last week that you guys sent in. It was amazing to hear your voices and to hear the accents and the personalities behind these words that I see on the screen all the time. It was so incredible. Thank you so much. Before I get started in answering today's question, I also wanna say that we are coming up upon the 50th episode of The Lively Show. I can't really believe it, but I'm very excited that it's coming in order to celebrate the 50th episode, I am looking to get little stories about how the show has influenced your life. If the show or any of the guests we've had on on the Thursday episodes have changed your life for the better in some way whatsoever, please go over to justlively.com slash 50 in order to share verbally, to actually share in a three minute clip, you can talk for any length of time you want between one and three minutes long to share what episode changed your life and why. I'm going to create a little special 50th episode edition of the show where I share your stories of how the shows have affected you. So again, just hop over to JessLively.com slash 50. And now for today's question. Hi Jess, this is Flannery Good, the fashion blogger behind the blog Fashion Tweaker. Uh, I have recently had a lot of success and positive things happen to me in my life. Um, I got a book deal, I have a beautiful little girl, uh, I got to host a fashion show, just to name a few, but what I've noticed is that I have a hard time enjoying and celebrating these good things. So I'm wondering, what's wrong with me? Because I always tend to find something to worry about instead of celebrating and living in the moment. So anyway, I just wanted to see if you had any advice for me. Thanks. Thank you so much, Flannery, for your question. First, I want to say it's okay that you aren't feeling as grateful as you think you should or expected that you would. And second, in order for us to unravel this situation, we need to look at the two voices within ourselves, the ego and the intuition. The ego feels like a fire hydrant spewing thoughts at us constantly. I feel like it's inside of my right ear, spewing right into my brain all the time, 24-7, all the thoughts about what I want, what I think, what I feel, how I'm better than someone, how I'm not as good as someone else, how I'm jealous, or how I'm prideful. It's that part of us that feels separate from everyone else, and it's constantly kind of comparing and contrasting us to other people, and it also wants to keep us safe and away from uncertainty. Meanwhile, the intuition is a different part of ourselves. I say it feels like a cool water well that lives inside of our bodies and not inside of our brains or our head. And that wisdom can be felt often in our chests or in our stomachs, which go with the phrases, go with your gut or follow your heart. So if you can connect right now to which part of you feels the peaceful, the kind of changeless part of you, does that feel like it's part of your chest or somewhere in your gut? Find which one it is for you, and for the rest of the time that I mention intuition, check back with that part of your body for the wisdom that it has. Right now, I feel like the ego, Flannery, may be spouting at you a few different thoughts that might go something like this. Think about how badly you wanted to get the book deal, have your daughter, and host the fashion show. You're totally ungrateful for all of the amazing things in your life. You should be so much happier than you are. Something is wrong with you. But at the same time, the ego is also probably saying something like, well, I got this book deal, but now I gotta focus on selling all those books. Or I gotta get focused on landing my next book deal. Or my daughter is great, but now I wanna focus on my career and make it as spectacular so that I can show her how awesome her mother is. Or I need new projects to keep my career going on the same trajectory. And that means I need to keep focusing on what's next. What this is doing is doing two things. One, your ego is shooting all over yourself, as Anthony Robbins calls it, telling you all the things you should be doing. And it's also future tripping about what it needs next in order to stay satisfied. I kind of feel like there's a visual here somewhere about like a hungry, hungry hippo that's constantly gobbling up the little white balls as it's eating and it can never get enough white balls. So we just keep chasing and saying to ourselves that this white ball is gonna be the best one and it's really gonna make us satisfied but our ceiling becomes our floor. What we once thought was so huge, like the book deal or the fashion show or having the daughter, once we have that in our lives, we then need to have the next shiny penny in order to stay satisfied from an ego's perspective. Please know this is totally normal and nothing is wrong with the deepest part of yourself at all. Your intuition and that deepest, truest part of you is totally fine, there's nothing wrong. This is just your ego doing its job, trying to keep you safe by avoiding uncertainty and wasting your time. Thankfully, there is a deeper, peaceful part of yourself that I call that intuition, which is also here. So no matter how quiet it may seem whenever your ego is having a hissy fit, it is still there. This is actually where we need to go first. The first step to get out of the ego storm is to get reconnected to your intuition. Here are a few examples, and I'll say personally that when I am in an ego hissy fit, for example, there's a lot of resistance to doing any of these actions because like I said, our ego wants to keep us stuck in the muck. It wants to keep us there. It doesn't want us to get out of it because it wants to keep controlling our lives. So as I say these things, please just be gentle if you watch your own ego, have resistance to trying any of these things. But at the same time, try to find one of these things that might work and that you might be able to take a baby step into. Because if you can take that first baby step into doing one of these things, you're likely to feel so much better and that hissy fit is really going to calm down. The first is to get very still, to breathe deeply and to watch your thoughts without attaching to them. Another idea is to read a book that connects you to your intuition. It could be spiritual or religious text if you'd like. You could write to your intuition about why you are worried. This is my go-to personally. I have a specific way of going about this. I share it over and over again in Life With Intention Online and with a lot of ask me anything questions for big life decisions where whenever anyone's having that, hissy fit in their ego? If you'd like to learn how to write to your intuition, I've provided a link in the show notes so you can go back and check it out. Another option is to do yoga or Qigong. Now, yoga is great for anyone that has easy access to a studio or has a consistent practice, but if you don't or you're not interested, there is a seven minute Qigong video that is on YouTube and you don't have to get into workout clothes. It's only seven minutes long. You can do it completely wherever you are. I mean, if you're in office right now, maybe you wanna be in a quieter little conference room or something, but it is a very, very peaceful centering experience. And again, I've shared it in the show notes. So if you want to check it out, just go over to JessLively.com slash appreciation. And last but not least, you can also watch a YouTube video with someone who lifts you up, someone who connects you to that deepest part of you. For me, my go-to list includes Wayne Dyer, Oprah Winfrey, Stephen Covey, Jim Rohn, Joyce Meyer, Joel Osteen, and Stephen Pressfield. Once you can detach from the specific thoughts your ego is spouting at you, you can then connect to the part of you that is peaceful, whether good things are happening or bad things are happening. Once you're there, once you're in that place of peace, then you can gently turn your attention to the awesome blessings in your life. As you look at the things in your life from the perspective of your intuition, you will feel a sense of non-attachment to things like the book and the fashion show. This does not mean that they aren't great blessings. It just means you're no longer expecting them to bring you unending amounts of happiness forever or even right now in the present moment. They are just outcomes. They can never provide joy and fulfillment in and of themselves because the truth is we bring joy and fulfillment to them by living from our values. However, we can appreciate the temporary happiness we may feel with them And we can also recognize that we are human beings with a full spectrum of emotions. Things like raising a daughter, hosting a fashion show and writing a book can also be stressful, unpredictable and it would be normal for those emotions to pop up too every now and then. By doing these steps, you're doing a few things right now. You're detaching from the specific thought that you should be unendingly happy because these positive circumstances are in your lives. You're detaching from the ego's future tripping and constant worry about what is coming next. You're connecting to the unchanging and peaceful part of yourself that deep down is not defined by things like books and fashion shows. And you're loosening the grip on those positive circumstances so that you can enjoy them for what they really are, positive temporary experiences that are in your life during this season. By acknowledging the blessings that are wonderful, but they also bring added responsibilities, which may not be constantly easy, you're realizing that these situations and circumstances, which are good, also provide more decision-making, conflict, and sacrifice elsewhere, meaning that these blessings will not necessarily always make you happy. My hope is that by connecting to this deeper part of yourself, then you'll be able to come to this place of peace regardless of the positive circumstance, because that's what's most important. Finding that sense of peace, whether the circumstances are positive or whether they're negative is really the ideal situation. Once there, you can gently rest your gaze upon the book and your daughter and the fashion show and that they can be enjoyed, but you're not clinging to any expectation of what emotions you will feel forever or any one moment in time. I really hope this episode helps you, Flannery, and anyone else who may be feeling that same sense of, I should be happier or I shouldn't be worried because all of these awesome things are in my life. It's a natural thing that our ego is having, and it's also setting up some unrealistic expectations that our intuition can see right through. And once we can connect back to that deeper place, we can look at it and enjoy it for what it is without clinging to anything staying permanently positive or negative. If you would like to ask me a question for consideration on an upcoming episode, please go over to justlively.com slash intention questions and share. May something wonderful happen to you today.